Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Bracing for unrest. An act of vandalism. They thought it was the home of this defense witness. He doesn't even live there. Then they got him. After a 24-hour manhunt, the ex-cop accused of killing his wife and daughter busted as he strode down the highway. And first words of reconciliation? What the lip readers say Harry and William talked about when they pulled off their face masks. Plus, Tesla disaster. The company says the electric car doesn't work without someone behind the wheel. But look what we found. Then, the Bobcat hero speaks out. The guy who threw the rabbit animal away after it attacked his wife. And duck napped. What are you doing? Did you really just put the duck in there? It's happening everywhere. Are they tonight's pandemic dinner? Plus... Amazing Carrie, and the first black woman to host the Big Country Music Awards show. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The nation's on edge as it awaits a decision in the murder trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin. The day began with the judge giving the jury their instructions, followed by riveting emotional summations by the prosecution and defense. Stephen Fabian reports. Tension is mounting across America, with the jury in the trial of Derek Chauvin about to begin deliberations. Closing arguments were carried live by the broadcast networks and cable news channels as cities across America brace for civil unrest. Both sides gave it their all before the jury. The prosecution team came first. This wasn't policing. This was murder. Followed by Chauvin's defense lawyer. This was an authorized use of force as unattractive as it may be. How long will it take for the jury to reach a verdict? We asked famed defense attorney Mark Garagos. The longer it goes on, does that favor the defense or does that favor the prosecution? The longer it goes on tends to be better for the defense. 3,000 National Guard troops are deployed in Minneapolis in the biggest security operation in the state's history. The city has become a fortress with hundreds of storefronts and other buildings boarded up. Other cities across America are preparing for the worst. Here in New York, all police leave has been canceled until further notice. Store owners are hoping they don't see the looting and destruction that went down almost a year ago following the death of George Floyd. Over the weekend, demonstrations were mostly peaceful, but there were some violent clashes. Community leaders fear the reaction if the verdict is not guilty. I'll be frank with you, I believe all hell will break loose. This home in Santa Rosa, California was smeared with blood and a pig's head left at the door, apparently in the belief that one of Chauvin's defense witnesses lived there. I felt that Derek Chauvin was justified. But Barry Broad, a police use of force expert, has not lived there for years. The national tension has been heightened by the controversial police shooting of a 13-year-old boy in Chicago. Show me your head. Stop it. Stop it. 
and the death of 20-year-old Duante Wright in the Minneapolis suburb of Brooklyn Center during a traffic stop. And California Congresswoman Maxine Waters is coming under heat for appearing to inflame protesters when she made an appearance in Brooklyn Center. You've got to get more active. You've got to get more confrontational. The Biden White House responded with an appeal for calm. Protests must be peaceful. Uh, that's what he continues to call for. The jury arrived at court today with packed bags. They will be sequestered until they reach a verdict. Shares of Tesla fell today on news of a fatal crash involving one of the company's self-driving cars. Two men were killed when the Tesla hit a tree. They just dropped their wives off at home to take a test drive. And cops say no one was at the wheel. As Amber Cagliano reports, there are a number of videos online showing Teslas going down the road with the driver's seat empty. That's all that's left, the burned-out shell of an $80,000 all-electric car after it crashed into a tree. And police say apparently no one was driving. One man was in the passenger seat, the other guy in the back seat. So how could such an accident happen? Tesla says the car has a built-in safety mechanism that requires the driver be behind the wheel even when the self-driving feature is turned on. But social media is filled with videos of Tesla drivers ignoring and doing all sorts of things except being alert to the road ahead. We found Tesla owners playing games and taking naps. This guy was driving down the highway with his feet out the window. We also found people oh, trying yeah. to trick the safety feature. Right. This knucklehead tried to use fruit. Completely fruit salad steering wheel. And this electronic device appears to evade the Tesla feature that someone always be behind the wheel. Autopilot has taken over. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration said they are investigating nearly two dozen crashes involving the autopilot feature. Ironically, just hours before the crash in a Houston suburb, Tesla founder Elon Musk tweeted, Tesla with autopilot engaged now approaching 10 times lower chance of accident than average vehicle. Tesla's operating instructions clearly state that the autopilot feature should be used only when one is able to immediately put their hands on the wheel, which would mean the driver is in the seat paying attention. A dramatic scene on a Texas highway this morning as a former sheriff's office detective is arrested in connection with the killing of three people, including his wife and daughter. Authorities say what started as a domestic dispute led to murder. It's the moment the law catches up with an ex-cop wanted in the mass slayings. Interlock your fingers on top of your head. Turn around, face away from me. Do it now. The sun is still rising as the triple murder suspect is busted on a country road in Texas. Well versed in police procedures, he follows the cop's instructions to the letter. The cops cuff him. As they do, they search him and find a gun. Ex-Sheriff's Deputy Stephen Broderick had been on the run since 7 a.m. Sunday following the slaying of his wife Amanda, their daughter Alyssa, and her boyfriend Willie Simmons, the captain of his high school football team. The manhunt triggered a statewide alert for his capture. A manhunt is underway for a former detective accused of shooting and killing three people. A manhunt is underway this morning. 
for a former sheriff's deputy. Broderick lost his job in 2020 after being charged with sexually assaulting a family member. His wife pleaded with a judge to grant her an order of protection, saying, I'm afraid he will try to hurt me or my children because these allegations have come out and he may lose his career. Stephen has prior military experience and is SWAT trained. If he wanted to hurt someone, he would know how. Broderick was spotted this morning when two civilians saw him on that lonely country road and called 911. Turn around, face away from me, do it now. The DA has requested that Stephen Broderick be held without bail. Last time we showed you the hero husband who rescued his wife when a bobcat attacked, and here they are speaking with Inside Edition, a little worse for the wear, especially after learning that the bobcat was rabid. Good morning. Here they are, the man and his wife, whose day started with a friendly good morning to their neighbor and in a flash turned into a fight for their lives when they were attacked by a rabid bobcat. The nation watched in disbelief as the beast attacked Christy Wade right in her driveway. It bit down on my left hand and then within a few seconds it just crawled right up my back. Her husband, Happy, yep, that's his name, jumped into action. I just saw its its head and its face was, it, its mouth was open and it was going at her neck. I was just able to shove my hand in there and it, it bit me on my arm. Police in Burgon, North Carolina just released this 911 call made by a neighbor. Uh, my neighbor was attacked by a bobcat. Happy had his hands full, literally. He's holding the bobcat over his head, and then comes that throw. I decided to sling it as far as I could. Then he ripped out his pistol and shot the bobcat in the shoulder. When police showed up, they put the animal down once and for all. Not before Happy and Christy were both bitten three times. Christy had more than 20 puncture wounds. Pretty scary considering the beast had rabies. We're very fortunate that we've healed. I think probably we had more mental scars <laughs> than we had physical scars. The couple is now undergoing extensive vaccinations. 30 rabies shots each. It's the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. And if I had been by myself that morning, I don't know quite what shape I would be in. My husband here saved my life. He sure did. Turns out the animal had assaulted another neighbor before it actually came to their house. It's been speculated that this weekend's funeral for Prince Philip may have created an opportunity to heal the rift between Prince Harry and the rest of the royal family. But did it? Is Prince Harry extending his trip to England? It's being reported he may not be jetting back home today to pregnant wife Meghan Markle as planned. Instead, he might be staying in England until Wednesday, the Queen's 95th birthday, after he flew there to attend Prince Philip's funeral. We spoke to DailyMail.com columnist Dan Wooden in London. There's a lot of uh, consternation about how long Prince Harry is going to stay at Windsor. Of course, it's the Queen's 95th birthday on Wednesday. And there's a real hope amongst people close to the Queen that Harry will be there to celebrate with her. Many wondered if his relationship with brother William was beyond repair after that bombshell Oprah interview. During Saturday's service, William did not walk side by side with his younger brother. The two were separated by their cousin Peter. Harry sat alone due to COVID protocols. But after the funeral, cameras caught the brothers walking out together and talking. Harry and his brother 
exchanging a few words. Lip readers say Prince William told Harry the service was great, to which Harry replied it was as he wanted it. William's wife Kate is being credited with working her social skills to initiate a truce. Meghan Markle, who's seven months pregnant, watched the services from home in California and sent a wreath on display in the chapel. The gift didn't necessarily go down particularly well because it was announced by press release. And there was a feeling amongst some royal watches that that was quite crass and that Meghan could have just uh, had the wreath delivered without having to announce it. The image of the grieving widow Queen Elizabeth sitting alone inside St. George's Chapel was seen around the world, a poignant reminder of her loss. Now the hope is her family can come together. Meghan Markle, who's due this summer, said through a spokesperson that her doctor told her not to fly to England. Award shows in the age of COVID carry on last night with the Academy of Country Music Awards. That show made history with the first black woman as host. Megan Alexander reports on all the highlights from Nashville. The amazing Carrie Underwood brings down the house at the ACM Awards with an inspiring rendition of Amazing Grace. Blind, Carrie dazzled in a shimmering gown and was joined on stage by gospel legend Cece Winans. Maren Morris, who won Female Artist of the Year, performed a romantic duet with her real-life husband, Ryan Hurd. I was so excited that I got to kind of be up there with him to witness that as well. So um, it was just super special. Thank you so much. Nikki Guyton became the first black woman to host the award show. The audience was filled with socially distanced, vaccinated healthcare workers wearing masks. The show, which is normally held in Las Vegas, was held here at the Grand Ole Opry House in Nashville. After more than a year, of no live audiences, last night's ACM Awards signaled a return to a little bit of normalcy for country music. Co-host Keith Urban certainly felt it. Nashville is back. Darius Rucker agrees. It feels like Nashville is coming back. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. This feels like we're actually trying to get back to normal and hopefully next year it's back in Vegas and a big party. Luke Bryan! Luke Bryan had to accept the award for Entertainer of the Year over Zoom because he has tested positive for COVID-19. I'm so sorry I could not be there. After a year of pandemic lockdown, Martina McBride was thrilled to dress up again in a long sleeve sequin mini dress and strappy heels. Everyone is dazzled by your shoes. Can you talk about the fashion inspiration behind your shoes? I don't even know who makes these shoes. That's how out of practice I am for all of this, but I thought they were so fun. Pretty amazing. Amazing Back with more after this. Next, duck napped. What are you doing? Did you really just put the dunk in there? It's happening everywhere. Are they tonight's pandemic dinner? And the extraordinary act of gratitude for the woman who kept all these frat boys well fed so many years ago. Plus, visiting dad, head to toe in PPE. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. 
All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's a selling point for some communities, a relaxing pond filled with ducks. But some people have been noticing the ducks are disappearing. Jim Murray with more. Now here's something you don't see every day. A guy stuffing a duck into a plastic bag, hey. then into his backpack. What are you doing? What the heck is going on? What are you doing, guy? Did you really just put the duck in there? Yeah. Why? You put him in a bag so he can't breathe? Do you even live here? No. What are you doing here? Bro, put the duck back. The hey, duck napper the duck casually back. rides off. Doing? Justin Araujo shot the video right. at a condo development duck pond hey. in San Diego. That wasn't until I saw him bring out a bag and he put the duck in the bag. So that's when I actually got up and confronted the guy. What he seemed doing, very calm hey. and confident in what he was what doing. doing. I don't think it was his first time ever doing that. You the really video is getting a lot of attention because many condo developments have duck ponds. The residents get to know the ducks and treat them like pets. Turns out lots and lots of ducks are disappearing across the nation. Now the question is why? This ring camera surveillance video caught two men stealing a little girl's pet duck. And the working theory is it was for dinner. I'd say to those people like, well, would you feel fine if somebody drove up and grabbed your dog and stuffed it in a bag and took it and sold it as dog meat somewhere? The president of the Homeowners Association in San Diego says the duck left behind is heartbroken. The female duck is seen walking around like aimlessly looking for her mate because I understand Mallard's mate for life. It's just a terrible situation. Bro, put the duck back. Well, they got a good look at him. They should be able to find him because stealing a duck is a misdemeanor punishable by up to a thousand dollar fine and six months in jail. When we come back, Frat Brothers and their incredible gift. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. They're the frat boys being hailed as heroes. It's a birthday party this elderly woman will never forget. The guys in matching t-shirts had gathered in honor of Jesse Hamilton. 
When they were students at Louisiana State University, they were all members of the Phi Gamma Delta fraternity, Fiji for short. 74-year-old Jesse cooked hot meals for them every day at the frat house for 14 years. It's been almost 30 years since you've seen a lot of these guys. I'm serious. Her birthday became a chance to show her some love. You're the only one that I know in this world that could walk into that hot kitchen working for minimum wage with a smile on your face every single day. The guys found out that Jesse was still working two jobs to pay off her mortgage. We had to do something about that. So they decided it was time to pay it forward. First, t-shirts to commemorate the day. <laughs> then came a check for $6,675 that she could spend however she chooses. She was in tears. But wait, there's more. One last check. We're going to pay your mortgage off. The guys gave her $45,000, a token of their respect and love for the woman who kept them well fed all those years ago. Thank y'all. We need more time just like that. An emotional reunion next. What a gift. All this little boy wanted for his eighth birthday was to see dad. Where are we going, Curbs? Dad has been in the hospital battling COVID for 55 days. So on his birthday, little Corbin dressed in full PPE gear to visit with his father. It's time for the big moment. A birthday wish come true. Hope daddy gets better. See you tomorrow. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcast.